What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. We just witnessed a butt-kicking of Butler by St. John's in a sold-out Carnesecca Arena. Uh, conspicuous by his absence, one Pat Kane. Coach Pat is probably busy right now making a bunch of high schoolers run suicides until they throw up. So <laughs> I went to my bloodline. I called in the reinforcements. We're keeping it in the family today. Joining us is my brother, Sean. Sean, what did you think about this game by Rick Pitino? Telling Posh Alexander what's up in his return to Karnasek Arena. Yeah, so just for starters, man, uh, thanks for having me on. As they say in the biz, first time, long time. Um, you know, I I, uh, I I appreciate the nepotism that went into the search here for Pat's replacement. Um, yeah, I thought it was a, a great W, man. I mean, I know when they... When the line came out, uh, people thought maybe Vegas was being a little generous towards St. John's, but uh, uh, yeah, man, they came out and they really kind of, kind of um, front to back, just kind of showed showed Butler what's up and kind of ruined the posh revenge game. Yeah, most important thing, like you said, like wire to wire, St. John's never trailed at any point in this game, so I, I think probably it's their best win on their resume so far, next to the the Utah game, which will hold up for the rest of the season. So it's good too. I know Lenardi had them coming into this game, sort of Butler in the next four out, in the first four out, and then us in the next four out. So it was good to beat a team that some of the prognosticators have a little bit ahead of ourselves. So first off, I want to apologize to all of our YouTube wa watchers. They're going to be disappointed that we don't have any Pat's fancy graphics today, but we're, we're doing what we can. We knew you guys had to have a review of this game, so we wanted to react for you. So I'll quickly just go through some of the, the individual player stats, stuff that st stood out to me, specifically – RJ Luis, who just as we continue to get to know the new budding superstar of St. John's basketball, it's so awesome to see the type of game that he has and how he's playing with his teammates. 14 points tonight on 6 of 15 shooting, three rebounds, three steals. Uh, Coach Patino, after the game, commented, he said, RJ is a tremendous talent, but he's got to learn to play a little more under control. Um, I think one of the things me and Pat had talked about previously was his ability, his sort of explosiveness, his ability to attack rebounds and get off the ground and uh, the, the missed dunk that he had against Hofter where he almost put somebody on the poster. Um, I think you continue to see him get some real amazing solid rebounds on the defensive end and then something our dad would probably kill us for if we did of immediately pushing the ball coast to coast and sort of not picking his head up on the dribble, not looking for anybody else on the fast break and taking the ball right to the rim. He made it a few amazing plays, especially in the second half where we were sort of extending our lead. Um, but also I think it was maybe the second possession of the game. Got a rebound, took it all the way down the length of the court, sort of looked for a foul, didn't get a call, and ended up being a turnover. Um, so I thought RJ played a great game, but it's awesome to see – Coach Patino keeping him in check, trying to control, not that he has an ego, but trying to, you know, simmer expectations and tone down any any egos and keep everybody in check and tell them that they always have stuff to improve. So it was great to see that. Dennis Jenkins, me and Pat have been singing his praises the last couple of games. We originally hard on him early this season. He's really cut down on turnovers. Uh, I think he has eight turnovers total over the last six games. Uh, one yesterday. 17 points on 6 to 12 shooting. He's also been taking way better shots, has cut down on some of his sort of out of rhythm jump shots. He still takes sometimes a few too many three-pointers than I'd like, kind of 20 seconds on the clock, jacking one up. Um, but doing a lot better job taking the ball to the rim. Again, a lot better job with the turnovers. Seven assists, uh, five rebounds, two steals. Uh, Patino said in the post-game comments, 
we're going to miss the shit out of him when he leaves, which I thought was, was very apropos. And then how we'd be uh, remiss to not talk about the youngster, Mr. Brady Dunlap, who looked absolutely incredible. First man off the bench. Patino said if it wasn't for Chris Ledlam being willing to play hurt, that he was going to start Brady Dunlap, which was awesome. Obviously, he must have had a great week of practice. Brady, 13 points, 5 of 7 shooting. The only missed shots he had were two three-pointers. Um, 28 minutes, which for a kid that was really not even getting into the game, he was the fourth highest player as far as minutes goes yesterday. Um, and one of my favorite things was he was in the post-game press conference, him and Dennis and Coach Patino. And immediately after that, he was in a completely empty Karnasek Arena shooting free throws after those two missed free throws on the Thad Mata technicals. So that was awesome. Yeah. Obviously, El Capitan, Joel Soriano, another double-double, 14-12. and 12. I really didn't think Butler had much of an answer down low for him when we focused on getting the ball. He, he looked really dominant in the paint. I think we had 40 points in the paint yesterday. Um, but he looked really, really dominant. Sean, anything stand out specifically to you? Any other player contributions? Or Yeah, for sure. Um, just to kind of extrapolate on, on what you were saying, um, RJ Luis, man, um, I know uh, Coach Patino said in his postgame presser he wants to see him kind of uh, use that court vision and kind of find a, a little more of the passing game. Um, but other than that, he's really showing like the full Swiss Army knife utility, um, really both sides of the floor. He's creating his own shot. He had that kind of like, turnaround fadeaway like Kobe-esque jumper on the baseline uh, there at Cardiseca that was just really impressive so I think he's going to settle down I mean right like he's just kind of still coming back he's kind of finding his way but he's been really impressive um Dennis like you said yeah I think one turnover seven assists um you know six of 12 shot selection has gotten a little bit better one of five from three yeah i'm not crazy about taking that many threes but you know he's the floor general he's the guy that's kind of kind of getting everybody their looks joel soriano man i mean sometimes you have to harken back to like late 90s like early 2000s like the area era of like nba offensive big men like where we've seen something like that where it's just kind of like patino's just drawn up hey get the ball across half court feed the big man and just let him back somebody down. I mean, he, he can be dominant for stretches um, on the boards as well. Um, Ledlam, like you said, I'm surprised, you know, uh, 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 playing that many minutes for somebody that coach Patino said was probably only around 70%. Um, I really like the way he attacks the glass. I mean, he's always kind of finding a body back in some, you know, boxing somebody out and then really attacking the glass. Um, so yeah, so, cause he had a 13 points and, uh, 11 rebounds. Um, so yeah, so I, I mean, all around, um, impressive performance, Brady Dunlap, what can you say the, the Brady Dunlap coming out party? Um, and he's got a little something to him too. He, he likes to mix it up. He gets down there. I think he had, um, one really impressive block down low. I mean, like he's got a little athleticism to him. He's not just a floor spacer, although that, that is going to be a role that he's going to flourish in. He's going to he's going to help to kind of pull that weak side defender away from Joel, um, especially when uh, when Brady's kind of sitting in the corner because he's a pretty lethal sharpshooter. But I think he's got a little more to him, and we'll see that round out as the season goes along. It was cool in the post game press conference. Patino was talking about Brady. He said we really haven't been getting a lot of rebounding out of our one, two, and three positions, and that was why he wanted to insert Brady in there. Not necessarily because he's really a physical specimen by any stretch of the imagination, but he said he's because he's not afraid of contact. So even as a freshman, he's willing to to get in there and mix it up, and that's cool. Um, 
if we uh, just look at some of the more like the team stats, looking at some of the positives, we shot 50% from the field, which is good. I, I think, again, speaking to, to Dennis and his better shot selection over the last couple of games, it seems like he's really making Anthony on taking the ball to the rim, which is certainly appreciated. Um, and I also like the fact that we are, seem to be drawing more fouls. Um, we shot 21 free throws, drew 13 fouls on Butler. Uh, unfortunately, free throw shooting continues to be a bugaboo for this team, shooting six for 21. Um, obviously, that's hurt. That one for three trip following the Thad Mata two technical ejection, uh, that wasn't particularly great, but I think the game was kind of iced away at that point. Um, the only other real area of improvement that I'm sure Patino's harping on was continuing to give up offensive rebounds. I think Butler Butler finished with 14 boards. Um, I think there was one stretch in the second half where they had four chances before getting like a little hook shot there to finally fall where yeah, you just can't give up that many chances, especially uh, to good solid Big East teams. But overall, again, as we mentioned when we first started, wire to wire win to never trail at any point against a team that you know, probably is right neck and neck with you as far as where these, the standings will ultimately be in the Big East. So tremendous, tremendous win. Like we mentioned, probably the best win so far on this season. Lots of chances to to make that fall down from the second best win to go further down as we have way more quad one and quad two opportunities on the rest of the season at Big East play. But great to have this Butler win already in our back pocket. Yeah, yeah, and one last note: uh, the 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 press really kind of sped up Butler a lot, and and our man Posh had a hard time had a hard time handling the pressure at points, and and you know that's what I kind of love about this Patino led team is there's no smoke and mirrors. Like you know when you're playing a Patino led team, you're gonna get pressure, you're gonna get zone, you're gonna, I mean you're gonna get that that kind of fault that drop back zone, and and you're going to get that press. And, you know, it's not like Butler didn't know it was coming. I mean, like everybody kind of knows it's coming, but whether they're ready or not, we're, we're, we're right up there and we're, we're suffocating that. uh, uh, We're suffocating those ball handlers. Um, I would say the one thing that's been a little bit of concern for me, at least lately um, with, with Hofstra in this game is the, the whole idea of kind of like the star player just kind of going off and us, us not really having an answer for that. Um, DJ Davis went for 25 on five of 10 from three and 10 of 17 from the field. I, I kind of wonder about having like that fire extinguisher, right? Like somebody when, when the other team gets hot and we can kind of focus on one guy, um, you know, that might not be the defensive philosophy when you're really focusing on pressure and the ball handlers, regardless of who it is. But I'd like to see kind of uh, us be able to tighten down on kind of the, the star from the other team when they get really hot like that, because he, he kind of went off. Interesting that you bring up Davis when our probably best perimeter defender to this point in the season has been Glenn Taylor Jr., who had very minimal, if any, playing time yesterday. Um, I'd be curious to know what Davis would have done had Taylor been in the game and probably guarding him for the majority of the time. Um, Yeah, I'm excited for Villanova, the next big Quality road test is at Villanova on Saturday. Villanova may or may not be without their star, Justin Moore, who's nursing an injury and missed their last three games. Uh, thankfully, St. John's will have a, a rowdy Cole Latchell in attendance. I may or may not be about nine seltzer waters deep by a uh, tip-off time. So if you see anybody just like 
Rock em, <laughs> rock em, sock em robot and a couple of mainline Villanova fans. You know, that's, that's me. So, so uh, Sean, before we go, I, I, I won, we, you and I haven't talked about one other, p- perhaps the biggest piece of St. John's news to come out over the last week. I'm not sure if you saw this big, uh, big Penn Station news that Rose's Pizza just reopened after a three-year absence. So for, for any of you young, uh, maybe COVID freshmen who haven't yet experienced a, a St. John's MSG Rose's Pizza tailgate, uh, I think you have to get a 35-inch clear uh, plastic cup. They fill it up with a draft for you. You drink it out of a straw, and you just keep drinking until at least two sorority girls have thrown up on the tile bathroom. And then it's time to get some pizza and head up to MSG to yell at the referees for, like, two straight hours. So. Yeah. You know what? I didn't see that. But that's huge news. I remember, that was a, a dark day in the Ladshaw household when that when when that news came out that they were shutting down. Really happy to see it again. What, a, what an amazing place. Couple, a couple of uh, uh, Latras might have put down some some beers and some pizza in that place. Um, they might have our our numbers hung up in the Raptors uh, back then. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I, that's great news. I actually didn't know that, so um, that's pumped. I'll have to get myself back there and 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 do a little uh, pregame tailgate at Roses. Make sure to get everything in the paper bag though. You can't you can't just drink a regular beer like you got to. Portnoy sport him an 8.1, but he said that that number might have been inflated for hard oak credibility for getting the beer can in the paper bag. So There you go. There you go. Uh, Sean, thanks so much for joining. Uh, don't fret, folks. Pat will be back to do the, the Villanova recap. Probably without me, I might be a little too under the weather or intoxicated uh, to be able to join him for that one. But I'll be back Saturday, uh, folks, for – Posh Alexander. I'm Cole Latchaw. That's Sean Latchaw. Thanks so much. Peace.